This is Futurecast 101. This is Futurecast 101. Hi, everyone. This is Kylie Forstek for Futurecast 101, a student project of the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University. And today's topic is the future of education. Education is something that very directly affects almost all people around the world. Education is the reason why I'm here at CSBSJU doing this podcast, and it is extremely important to the advancement of humanity. Uh, Schools and education ultimately are critical for having children continuously grow into adults that can keep our society functioning. Yet, education has vastly changed since the first school was opened in 1653. One of the main causes of this change is technology. Technology has greatly changed how education is taught in the present day, and in the future it will only change more. Technology will no doubt have a huge impact on the future of education on both the teachers and the learners. So my research question that I did for my FYS class and why I'm doing this podcast asks how technology will change education in the future. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Education in the past has been treated very differently than it is today. Many years ago, there was not as much of an emphasis on the importance of education, and the goal of schools was much different than the goal of schools today. The skills sound important in society were different than skills considered important today. The article, Moral Education in America, says that some of the earliest colonial laws that compelled the establishment of schools had as their goal not the transmission of academic knowledge, but rather the inculcation of no- moral value. So this statement means that they did not really care what academically students were learning as much as they cared that students were learning life skills and learning how to survive in society and live a normal, basic life. And many of the job skills that were taught back in um, history were passed down from family to family. Um, And then during the 1950s and the 60s, a very important tool for education was brought into, and that was film. So we're going to talk a little bit about film. The goal of many of these films were to teach students correct behavior, and the film started to teach um, soldiers how to perform in the military. So once films started being watched and they noticed that they were successful in the military, they kind of boomed. The author G.F. Alexander, in his book Academic Films for the Classroom, writes, By the end of World War II, more than 9,000 training film titles were available to the U.S. Marines, Navy, and Coast Guard personnel, and several thousand more were used by the Army and Air Force. So once the companies who produced films saw how well they worked to inform the military, they almost immediately started making films like that for the purpose of education, though. And in the 1970s is when most of the technologies found in schools today originated. During the early 1960s, the first electronic calculator was er, was created, and currently a school often can provide a calculator to every student. Or they can be bought by the students very cheaply. A calculator everyone knows can be bought for just a few bucks. And Sarah Banks from Cedarville University writes, "Uh, The 1970s resulted in the most salient change in calculator availability. By 1975, pocket calculators were widely available due to their decreased price. At this point, the easy access to calculators prominently began to affect the lives of average students and teachers. And ever since then, calculators have been a really revolutionary tool within education. Another technology introduced into education in the 1970s was the computer. There were computers before the 1970s, but due to cost, they often were not in schools until 
the 1970s into the 1980s. Along with calculators, there were many debates about having computers within school. In a New York Times article, Fred Hetchinger writes, No one knows for sure if it is, how it is, or really what it's good for. We need to begin acquiring such knowledge very quickly in order to help guide an innovation which is bound to grow even in the absence of guidance. This sort of meant that even though they weren't really sure what these were going to do for them, they knew it was a big thing and they knew it was going to become widely used throughout schools and just throughout life. And ultimately, a computer is one of the most used tools in learning today. They can give a constant array of information, compute information, give sources, and almost do anything else a student wants it to. Technology is used almost everywhere in schools today. In almost every classroom in America, there can be some type of technology found. What technology is found within the classrooms can vary and depends often on the demographics and economy of the area. It is also somewhat well known that schools have had computer labs for many years now. Recently what has changed though is what those computers can do and how accessible they are. The article Emergence and Innovation in Digital Learning says many scholars have been engaging in an ever-expanding array of emerging practices including blogging, networking on social media, and sharing their scholarship in different forms. The ideas of having computers is the same but how they can be used has been expanding dramatically. Not only do students just have a computer lab to go to once a day for class, many schools have the ability to give each student their own device, whether it be a computer, tablet, or another device. The National Center for Education Statistics, which is ran by the U.S. Department of Education, shows the statistic that in 2008, 100% of public schools had instructional computers with internet access, and 97% of those schools have instructional computers in the classroom themselves. Also, 49% of the administrators within all public schools had handheld personal devices. Finally, 97% of all public schools had projectors, and 73% of public schools had smart boards. Because of this, students have capabilities to use the internet, word processing tools, and many other tools at any moment of the day. Students using the tools properly have the ability to expose themselves to a constant knowledge that students have never had before. Not only are computers found in schools to help advance education, but other tools are also. Smart boards are a technology that have made implications in education. Smart boards have made improvements to regular whiteboards. Instead of only a basic drawing showing examples to a class, a teacher can put things on the board for students to interact with, Students can interact, virtually build things, and do things virtually, practicing being able to do it physically in real life. The article, History and Implementation of Classroom Technology, says the IWB, which is an interactive whiteboard, helps students who are visual learners by providing them with a variety of visuals, ranging from text and pictures to the use of animation and videos. Auditory learners also benefit from using the IBW, through activities such as listening to sounds or music as a part of a classroom presentation. Even tactile learners find the IWB helpful as they physically interact with the whiteboard by touching and moving things on the screen. Now, there are many ways in which technology is being used positively in schools and can be used even more positively in the future. One way in which technology is being used positively is to help improve test scores for schools. Schools depend on getting good test scores for a lot of things such as meeting specific standards. Standards are necessary for schools to stay open, and technology can help that. 
Another positive aspect to having technologies in schools is to have the students keep up with a realistic social life outside of school. Whether it is within jobs or other activities, technology is often used in the present day. So, a positive to having the technology in schools is that it allows the students to already know the technology for jobs or other activities they may have to use it for. Another way in why this is positive to having technology in schools is because computers and different technologies have many tools within them. There are tools on how to improve cognition, strengthen the brain, improve memory, improve senses, and many other physiological parts of the human body. So, the technology can be very positive physically on improving skills for students. There are many technological tools that could cause a change in education by implementing them into schools. The two main ideas I'm going to cover are artificial intelligence and virtual reality. There are many possibilities for artificial intelligence and virtual reality to be incorporated into education. And there is also the scary idea of it completely taking over schools, like a milder version of Ready Player One, which is a book we read in our FYS class. Our characters in Ready Player One sign on to school, amongst other things, in an oasis, which is like a virtual reality that they would log into. This could be very possible in the future, and it is very possible for there to not even be schools in the future, just something they sign into. Beside that fact, though, there are many ways artificial intelligence and virtual reality can be used within a real school. Artificial intelligence has the ability to do many things in education. It can do basic activities like grading for teachers. It could help customize education for each student and help them solely. Instead of always lecturing to a class, they can singularly get help they need. It could help show teachers where their class needs improvement. It could tutor students. It can give feedback to students and teachers. It could alter how students find information. For example of that, in a research paper, it could help them find better sources. It could answer questions for students and provide information to them. It could change where students learn and who teaches them. Students may just learn at home, and teachers could become replaced by artificial intelligence in the future. In an article from the Journal of Educational Technology, David MacArthur writes, New work is attempting to expand the range of learning goals and outcomes associated with AI-based systems for education. In some cases, this means developing educational software for a more diverse set of subjects, but in other cases, the targeted knowledge has less to do with the subject learned than with the quality of, or depth of learning. So, there are many ways in which artificial intelligence could help improve the quality of education and help the students. Another technology that could really become commonly used and commonly found within schools is virtual reality. Virtual reality is already being used in some places of education, such as in teaching hospitals. But by having virtual reality more widespread within schools, it could really benefit learning. Virtual reality really has no limit to what it could do within schools. Veronica Pantolindis, in her article, Reasons to Use Virtual Reality in Education and Training Courses as a Model to Determine When to Use Virtual Reality, writes, at every level of education, virtual reality has the potential to make a difference, to lead learners to new discoveries, to motivate and encourage and excite. The learner can participate in the learning environment with a sense of presence of being part of the environment. It could allow students when learning about history to actually visualize back in that time of history. It could allow people learning about architecture to virtually build something without putting people at risk of building something unsafe. It could allow students to literally travel the planet and see other countries when learning about them. It could be used anywhere from future doctors using it to do realistic surgery on a person without actually putting a human at risk, 
to a kindergarten class going on a virtual field trip that they otherwise would not be able to attend. The options for what virtual reality could do are really limitless. One of the most important aspects to learning is experience, and virtual reality is something that could bring the possibilities of experience to all students, no matter on their location, their skill level, other depending factors, such as availability to money that the school has or any other issues that may cause. Virtual reality can bring actual experience into classrooms for all students. Ultimately, looking at a classroom in the future, it will not look much different than a classroom does now, except with a few more technological tools found within it. The U.S. Department of Education states, when carefully designed and thoughtfully applied, technology has the potential to accelerate, amplify, and expand the impact of powerful principles of learning. There will be more personalized learning in the future, there will be more learning in out-of-school settings, and transformative learning opportunities will be available to more students, regardless of disability, age, language, or any other factors. A more personalized learning experience will be made possible by having artificial intelligence found within classrooms, and learning outside the school building is also possible because of virtual reality. Instead of simply going to school every day, students could travel to a limitless number of places through virtual reality. People who have poor physical health or other disabilities can virtually go to classes while still being in a safe environment for themselves. Also, more technology will be found within the schools because more technology will be developed by the time of schools in 75 or 50 years in the future. So, to go back to my research question, which asks, how will technology change education in the future? I think there will be many improvements to education today. Although there are already many positives to having technology in schools, they can only get better. By having virtual reality and artificial intelligence within schools, it can cause learning to always be possible no matter location, accessibility, danger, or any other factors that keep students from learning, but more importantly, experiencing things today. Technology will change education in the future by giving more opportunities to students and making learning easier. Students will have accessibility that students have never had it before, and the quality of learning and education will be better. Overall, technology will positively change education for the future. When you think about it, around 50 years ago, the first calculator was brought into a classroom. So although it may not be astronomical changes in 50 to 75 years, there could be many things discovered that help education. I think the future of education looks very bright, and I am personally excited to be a teacher and to be a part of it. This has been Kylie Forstek with FutureCast 101. Thank you very much for listening. This is FutureCast 101. This is FutureCast 101.